0: Live, we are now live. Bobby for real Wednesday special episode. Beer bam, bam, bam. I miss having the sound effects. Wonder if I can get like a button or something. I feel like this show definitely needs uh, some dirty sound effects. I can't do the music intros anymore because Instagram is straight <coughs> cracking the whip on me, guys. I can't even walk in. I was trying to get my royalty free music. I think we still have a uh, intro song in the development. How are you guys doing? Yo, what's up Austin, everybody's coming in. Thank you for joining Bobby For Real on Wednesday. Guys, we have a very, very special guest. We have a comedian uh, who is musically talented. He is a great looking guy. Um, you know, not much more I could say about him because I want him to describe himself. What am I even saying guys, what's up? How are you guys doing, how's the weekend? Dude, CW, it was a CWX, already bought a badge. Oh, get out of here. JJ's in the chat. CWXD bought three hearts of the badge. Don't forget to thank him. I will not forget to thank you. You bought three badges on my last live videos. Yeah, he really is. Um, I met Chris at an open mic a couple weeks ago at Maui Sugar Mill Saloon. Shout out Maui, shout out uh, Jerome. Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal, guys. Last night, Billy and I both did some stand up. We both murdered. Oh, yeah, there was like six people there. <laughs> no, but it is always a good time. Um, and then I met Chris. He was headlining. Super funny guy. He does uh, sort of like a Bo Burnham or, you know, I mean, if that's that's the closest comparison I can make, I think he's uh, miles ahead. Um, he was having me crack up, Billy crack up the whole entire time. So I got to get to know more about this guy because he is a streaming connoisseur. He's a content connoisseur, and he's a straight-up comedy connoisseur. AJ, thank you for buying a badge. If you guys buy badges, I'll personally thank you after the show, uh, and I'll give you a little DM saying thank you, and uh, when we do a fan episode, you're in consideration to be a person who gets to be brought on. We haven't done a fan episode in a while, so we're going to have to do that pretty soon. And uh, But yeah, I think Chris just joined. Uh, guys, he's a stand-up comedian, a musician, a streamer, A man with many opinions. He's got a great show uh, that he does on everything. And uh, he's a multimedia artist, or at least that's what his LinkedIn says. I I wonder if he he knows that I dug deep and I found him on there. There's not a single social media platform this man is not on, okay? The man is out here grinding. He's like, you know, I'm surprised if he, I need to ask him if he's got an OnlyFans because I'm trying to subscribe to that, right? Because no one's coming on to mine. All right, without further ado, I want to bring him in. He's here. We're, we're going to leave you guys not waiting, no much longer. Oh, whoa. Chris, Chris Ruby Artist will need the latest version of Instagram to join. Oh, no. Chris, you got to update your phone. Oh, man. We're going to have to improvise. Chris, I don't know if you can see this. But if you can update your update your phone really quick, we can get you jumped back in. Yeah, JJ and in the meantime, because he is a good friend of Chris, and he can tell him to get that update. But, uh, yo, what up, JJ? Hey, what's hey, up? I had to bring you in really quick. Chris's phone is not has the recent update. That's, oh my God, Chris, he's on every social media platform you can imagine, but he doesn't update often. Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to um actually add him in right now, because it says it'll work. Beautiful. Okay, peace. Okay. I'll uh, see you later, my guy. See yeah. That was JJ, everybody, a fan favorite. As we bring in Chris. Yo!
1: All right, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> Could you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you right now. Why can I hear this shit?
0: This is the, this is the, uh, the Zoom uh, problems we got going on. It's not even Zoom. It's IG Live. Are you able to hear my microphone or just a normal thing? I think, I, it sounds like it might be just your normal voice. Okay, let's just do the normal voice then.
1: Okay, I'm using this phone. Apparently it's not, it's not upgraded to the latest iOS. Do you want to restart or do you want to just go? Uh, let me update this and then, but we could talk right now. Okay, cool, if you want. Yeah, of course,
0: dude, how you doing?
1: Well, like i well, you a man. multi-media artist. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, I threw out everything. I even saw your LinkedIn. What? What? What did it say, dude? I haven't updated my LinkedIn forever, bro. What did it say on LinkedIn? Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now what it says because I thought it was
0: hilarious. So you go to the LinkedIn. It's honestly one of the top things that pop up.
1: I thought you're just very a professional man, you know. Aha. Uh-huh. But as you as a multimedia artist. Hold on, hold on. Could you? Could you could you hear my good mic now? Let me hear. Speak A little up. bit. Oh yeah, I can I can hear that.
0: Could you
1: hear me, Bobby? <laughs> yeah. Could you hear me, Bobby? Could you hear me? Cool. All right. All right. Oh We're my good goodness. Business.
0: Oh. That that's gonna be the new intro. I'm gonna clip that out. <laughs> that's gonna be the intro to my show from now on.
1: Yes, sure. Hold on. Um, let me let me put this on my clip real quick. So Yeah, of course. <sighs> We're rolling with the punches right now. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do. that yeah, yeah, dude! You have quite the setup right there. Um, it's 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 uh it's basically for for my live stream. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing the the live stream on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook all together, and I found a way where I could do it get another phone, do it to, to my Instagram live. And then I've got like another thing that I go on Spotify green room, which is like their clubhouse. So all this is happening at once. I don't have a lot of followers yet as a collective, but uh, you know, I enjoy doing it. So baby steps, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> no, I love it. It's so cool how much you can diversify between all the different social medias. I gonna definitely need some advice on that because I've never been able to even figure out how to get the mic on, my instagram lives without, what are you like, talking
1: about me. i've seen your tiktok i've seen your 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 instagram you're just you're just fishing for shit bobby <laughs> i don't know how to do this social media thing hey guys thank you for my patreon my 15,000 thank you guys while me and jj tyson over here are struggling with like 2,000 followers <laughs> Hey, well, this is how you're on. You're bro. dealing. Like you
0: Chris right you're now.
1: you're dealing with the peasants, okay, Bobby? <laughs> Stop we're, it! We're not with the elitists over here. <laughs>
0: Stop <laughs> it! Put your mask on, damn it! Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Cover your nose, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, wait, let me read you your LinkedIn real quick.
1: Oh my God, you're gonna read my LinkedIn, Jesus! Yeah. Bro. Okay,
0: so we got <laughs> we got University of Northridge. That's stuff
1: yes. right there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Good good times, partying it good up. Good
1: times. Good times. Um I'm not, uh I got a journalism degree. I'm not utilizing it, of course. Um Same. Hey, you know, my wife's from there. I'm from I'm from LA. Uh I was a transfer there and uh, you know, the best you know, high school and college was a very very experimental part of my life, experimented with a lot of drugs and parties, and uh, I don't regret a single thing that I've done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I love to hear really like, what's your favorite drug?
1: By far, by far, if, if I'm gonna be completely transparent, look, if I'm with you and the homeboys, and if you're doing it, hey, yo, man, so me is good. Favorite drug, though, with, 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 with friends, of course, is ecstasy. And people, you cannot criticize a drug if you haven't tried it with your boys, okay? Okay. And and, and that's the thing. If if like, if you're, if you've never done ecstasy and you criticize people that use ecstasy, I don't want to hear it from you, okay? <laughs> I want to hear it from you. If you used ecstasy and it caused you, okay, then I'll hear that. But if you've never used it, do not even criticize. Your, it, it brought so much joy every time I used it. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh. I mean... Dude, honestly, so many massages. Listen,
0: listen, I want to listen to your set on ecstasy. I think that'd be a very good
1: compliment. Oh my god, you you got to – oh my god. If 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 I knew a person, okay. So the closest thing I remember, I did a a dive bar. Hold on, sorry, sorry for the background music. Um, no I love it. Uh, um, I did a dive bar in Victorville about a couple years ago, and uh, there was three people sitting in the front, all on meth. <laughs> they were they were literally how did i know they were on meth okay first off they look like they were on meth right because because yeah one guy had a missing tooth they had that ske- skeletor face you know and i asked them like three minutes into my set are you guys on meth yeah real meth i'm like i knew it i know it but they were the coolest they were the coolest guys they were the coolest guys i swear to god <laughs> really no heckling um no heckling i mean you know uh they were just entertaining the show you know every time i asked a question and then they chimed in it it was no bad blood everything was just having a good time you know i mean i've had i've had my scare.
0: yeah i guess i'd rather have um some meth heads than than a, a drunk person sloppily coming up on the stage you know
1: yeah that's true too i mean you know, um, I live in dive bars. Uh, I always say to new comics. I'm like, "If you want to do stand up comedy, do as many dive bars as you can, like the Maui sugar mill, for example yeah. dive bar it's if if you're doing stand up, it's very tough. you know sometimes you have to abandon your and just do complete crowd work you know uh, the beauty The beauty of my setup is i I bring my loop machine and 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 as soon as I do music, people are automatically appealed to it, you know. So, you know, there's been a couple times that hecklers, you know, he- are heckling me and I'll just, sh- I'll just loop something like shut the fuck up. Just uh, <laughs> loop that with a dope beat. And then they are like, okay. Okay. okay yeah. Let's not okay. Fuck there's game. a
0: lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Cause a lot of things you said is what I wanted to ask you about. But um, I want to first go off the, the fact of saying like the dive bars, I feel like I, especially being a new comedian, only like three years into the game, grinding super hard. I feel like there's a lot more value that comes to doing the dive bars than going to – I remember you even saying it when you headlined at Maui, going to like a uh, comedian open mic, all comedy just comedians just writing their own stuff and not listening to anybody. who's Yeah. Anybody. So you go to a dive bar, maybe it's intermixed with other types of uh, talent as well. Yeah. And then you have those people that listen in, and it just seems way more valuable than just sitting there and just doing uh, jokes to people that don't really want to hear it.
1: Well, okay. So it's 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 two totally different I w- I want to say styles because the comedy style that you have will will hopefully be the only con- you you're not changing it for different crowds, right? Yeah. But I guess it's 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 your approach. When you're uh in a room full like uh, for example, the fourth wall which is like my home base I like to go to and it's just a bunch of comedians. Nine comedians, you know, nine people perform, get the fuck out after an hour, you know? Yeah. That's, that's where you're just testing out stuff. Because for me, when I write stuff, um, I like to think in my head that it's funny, but I don't really know until I say it on stage. So when you're performing in front of comics, it's great. But when you're doing it in front of a live audience, where uh, like the Maui Sugar Mill, where these are actually live audience members, there's a part of me... There's a lot of comics like, oh yeah, I I wrote this material this week and it kind of hit. I'm 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 gonna use it. So a lot of comics do that. And some comics like me, which is kind of like old school, will be like, you know what? People came here. They took their free time. I'm 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 gonna mix some of my A game with some of my stuff that I've I I'm working on. You know, yeah. and I think that's the best thing to do for like Maui Sugar Mill and stuff like that. But if, if it's a room full of comics, either work on this uh the things that you're not, that's not polished yet or just, just working on your timing, you know? Because, look, man, a, a lot of comics are assholes, you know? I mean, you know, I could tell you're probably a slight asshole, right, Bobby? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I think so. I I'm more of a <laughs> No, you don't strike me an asshole at all. But there's a lot of comics that would just pay no attention to you, you yes. know? And, you know, you, you you could get their attention, but I don't, I don't go to a comedian's open mic and just demand attention, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm just there for me and... and 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 my stage and my time on stage, which yeah. is very valuable.
0: I feel like I, I've gone to fourth ball a couple of times too. It's definitely really tough and it's helped me get comfortable with silence for sure. <laughs> but, uh, also, good. Um, but like, I honestly, like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm not just saying this to be like, Oh yeah, I'm the best guy in the crowd or anything. I, I like to say I'm a great consumer of comedy. Okay. More yeah. than I am a comedian. You know? I'm i I'm a boast about that, but I feel like I'm always like laughing and stuff. And just because I genuinely think it's funny, but I don't know if that's just because I'm still relatively new. I'm just not, like, burned out and bitter yet,
1: but I don't know if that's Yeah, that's what I've noticed about uh, comedians that are, like, four or five years or less. They look so happy. (laughs) like, look at you. You're just filled with life and doing Instagram Lives with smiles (laughs) and stuff. And then after five years, you just become a decrepit guy like me. (laughs) Not even. Like, this is – so uh, where did you start comedy? In L.A.? Uh, no, I started in 2018 up in
0: Oregon where when I was in college, I started.
1: Uh, you started stand-up there. So when did you yeah. come to L.A.?
0: Um, so I came down, I was doing stand-up in San Diego for a year and a half and then COVID broke out and then I just,
1: once COVID was over, I yeah. guess you
0: could say now I've been doing L.A. ever since then. So I'm brand new to L.A.
1: Because L.A. is, it's uh, com- we're we're saturated with new comedians and old comedians. It's, this place is saturated with comedians. Or want to be comedians or whatever. Just comedians in general, right? Yeah. There's been a lot of shows that still happening today that I, I'll do a show. And then I would think a person's funny. I would go up to them and be like, hey, how long have you been doing comedy? They've been doing it for 10 plus years or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. shit, where did you start? Oh, you started in LA? How, did you go anywhere? No, they didn't go anywhere. I'm like, this is how saturated. Because I've been doing comedy for 10 years plus in LA and I've never come across you. And this happens on like a weekly basis sometimes. So it's... We have a lot of comedians here. So, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a testament to the city. When, when, when I do gigs like outside of California, when there's local comedians that do it, I'm not bashing the local comedians. But when there's comedians that's coming from L.A., New York, any one of these big cities like Seattle, you know, they tend to be better because we go through a lot more shit more. We go, we go through a lot more dive bars and a lot more horrible open mics with comedians, you know? Yeah, for so, sure. It's and it's all, I think you
0: really got to like, you really got to be on and you really have to own it in order to like get laughs out out here as well because up, up in Oregon too. And it's, uh, it's almost like different state like Oregon for sure. It was like specific types of jokes you had to like pander to and it I think it really limited uh, uh, what, what, what,
1: what, what part of Oregon? Uh, Portland Portland? Oh, my God. Okay, so... It was horribly offensive
0: comic. Yeah, I
1: had... I I, I just had a a good female comedian friend of mine that just just vacationed there that did a couple open mic sets, that did a couple sets there. Just recently, she got back about two weeks ago. I'm not going to tell you what her name is, but she told me she signed up for an open mic... And that was, like, separated. This is a cisgendered, and this is, you know, female. And if you're a female, that's, that's, that's like, that's black or something. A lot of intersections. You get an extra minute. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Is this how progressive Portland is?
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough out there. It's rough Jeez, out there. It's, it's, dude. No, they got they, they, they don't let you pump your own gas, right? They do all this bullshit. But yeah, it's weird. but that's not that sort of the obstacle. Comedy is it's supposed to be full free expression of like no matter what anything is.
1: Except, <laughs> you know,
0: it was uh, tough up there being a uh, straight white <laughs> cis male, of course. Yeah, and i to too many. I, yeah. I don't know what talking Yeah, you know about
1: what? I I told I told I told my friend I was like, could you please give me the mic because I'm gonna go to Portland next week and then I'm gonna make up my 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 own little section. I'm just gonna be like, is there a section for Ben Shapiro? Is there? <laughs> It to piss man. off everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, he'd be riding in the streets.
1: But, but you know, I get it. Comedy, comedy is for is for every is is for everybody. Comedy is very subjective, yeah. you know. And, um, but but there is, you know, if if you want to perform at the improv or the comedy store or the Laugh Factory on a prime night on a Friday Saturday night, you know, uh, you gotta be you you gotta bring it. You know, and uh, some of the comics that I see that do these rooms sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll last five minutes in front of their friends. And all of a sudden they get they get booked like in Bakersfield or something and they can't last five minutes because their jokes doesn't connect with the audience, mm. you know, because it's too specific. Either it's too specific or too, 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 too narrow, you know. So that's a tough thing about. What we have to do is just we have to kind of generalize or kind of try to find the funny uh, uniquely through our own like experiences, but talk about it broadly where uh, a mass people could understand what you're saying, you know. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. And it's also really cool to for me to see like, I feel like meeting. Oh, yeah, I do.
1: uh, Hold on. Contra Man said, remember the comedy or magic club in Hermosa? Good places. Yeah. Yeah, the, the comedy club, the, the the magic comedy club in Hermosa Beach closed down due to COVID. So there's a lot of comedy clubs that's closed down. You know, yeah. so rest in peace. Rest in
0: peace. You think there's gonna be a resurgence of comedy like this post-pandemic thing? It's gonna be like a huge
1: boom. I think so. Don't don't don't, yeah. don't you think so? You I know, think so. I, mean, I think there's
0: gonna be a big retaliation too to like the whole uh PC culture and everything. You as well. think? I hope so. think
1: I always talk shit about that? God damn it!
0: I think okay, here I think that the tail end of the millennials like aren't having it, but I think I'm the first year of the Gen Z years, and I think we're all about the fu to the pc, dude. Yeah, I'm, man.
1: I'm, I mean, look, dude. I mean, uh, I I I don't care where you land politically. Okay, like even though I follow pol- uh, politics, I talk politics. Yeah. As 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 far as I'm just talking about stand up comedy in general. The moment you start to uh, uh, restrict, or the moment, the moment you're writing a joke and you're like, "Oh, this might offend people," you've already failed. You know, mm-hmm. like, like we're like the last, the last line of defense for you know, for for free speech. For God's sakes, you know, like we should be, yeah. we should be the ones that's always on the news because you know we're saying some borderline shit. You know, yeah, and. I think with all this with all this PC shit, it's just it, it's it's changing comedy. Just take a look at SNL. I used to watch SNL a long time ago, okay, and I even watched the the, the last class of SNL that I watched is probably uh, Will Fer- or probably Will Ferrell, and it got a little it got a little too woke for me. Got a little too PC. Got a yeah. little too you know you 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 can't offend people or this and that. And I'm like I I can't do that. I used to be a big fan of the Daily Show with Jon Stewart, you know, and now. Yeah. It, it, it the comedy is definitely changing, and it, it 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 was swinging one way, but I think like what you said, the pendulum is being swung the other way, and it's gonna hit very hard.
0: Yeah, and I hate how too like hear a lot like they could never make The Office today, and I'm always like, why not? Like that's the stupidest thing I've ever. You can like, yeah,
1: you can't make The Office on on network television, but you know what? Fuck network television because now you have Hulu, you have Netflix, you have Amazon, you have all these different platforms now. You know, nobody's watching mainstream news. Everything is going to mainstream independence. You know what I mean? Um, Like years ago, to be a qualified headliner comedian, you had to do the Tonight Show. Or you had to get on, um, you know, you you had to perform on Letterman. Or or you needed a Comedy Central special. No more. Those days are gone. You could just, you know, if, if you filmed it right, and if they're looking for the right people, you could hulu could buy your stuff amazon could buy your stuff netflix could buy your stuff there's all these different platforms now and if you grow yourself big
0: enough as well just as you brand your own comedy you could even just have your own youtube channel which could you be could a, big, a
1: tv show yeah and people are surviving off that too you yeah. know co- uh, comedy is evolving um uh i don't know in in some aspects if evolving in a good way like i could see the vr space because i've seen a lot of comedians do do the vr which is great the porn is great too yeah what the porn is great too don't even let me get started with that bro
0: hello i'm not saying that uh i'm not saying that uh i have a lot of experience but uh i am saying it's um uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> I think could be huge on VR. Is all
1: I'm saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bro, I used to have a joke about that. Uh, really? I, I, yeah, I like, 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 good luck because the technology is is just gonna get better. You know, it's, yeah. espe- especially with 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 porn. It's like, you know, why why go out to a bar and meet a real girl when you could just when you could just strap this device in front of your in in, in front of your head and you know. A, a woman can't pay her her pool cleaning bill, and you're the pool cleaning man. You know she doesn't have enough, have enough money. money. She, she doesn't dream have dream enough dream. money, bro. What does she have to do? It's a slump. <laughs> 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 no, that's for sure. Why
0: do you think I have? Drop on plane, to the think? ride, man. Let's jump on. <laughs> Let's Why get do it. Think I the have three of these things. I even got the car <laughs> protector. Okay, you know we get serious in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny stuff but yeah no honestly being in the social media space so i worked with a lot of like uh youtubers hold on a minute <laughs> hold on hold on a minute. hold on. i don't know what you're talking about bro <laughs> we're stopping the stream right now i gotta to you hold on i got my fit. this thing is a great mimic right here okay it's, it's <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about dude <laughs> that was great but yeah so i work with a lot of youtubers and influencers and it's cool to see how everybody's saying um oh like it's so like like why like why are people so drawn to this new thing but it's like the evolution of technology and uh dispersing media and entertainment has been changing forever like as you can see like radio. like you probably learned it in journalism too like radio to tv like the networks and you know networks and now i feel like it's shifting because like People dominated the radio space and then, yeah. you know, the people came on, the NBCs, the ABCs, they started those big television networks. It's being replaced by the internet, who, uh, Netflix, Hulu, maybe like big YouTube channels, Mr. Beast. I think he's going to be seen as sort of like the ABC or the NBC of like our generation. And then it's going to evolve on from that as well, which I think yeah. could be VR. But it's really interesting to see how the landscape has changed. And that's why I see that you interned at NBC on your LinkedIn. I uh, did. That was my I internship in college as well, like do in the newsroom. I, I was in the newsroom too.
1: Were you at the beat checker? Yeah. I was
0: at the beat checker. Were you the beat checker? Oh, oh shit. Go give, oh. Me my, go, go give me my coffee, bitch. I got hard news <laughs> to tell. I need to inform the people about the kitten shot down the road so they can stop being racist.
1: Yeah. I used to call all the, all the police stations, like all. <laughs> Well, dude. It, it,
0: it, oh, Walter. Thanks for buying a badge.
1: Um, uh,
0: uh, I, I
1: used I a- uh, I used to uh, call all the <laughs> divisions, and um, I would just be like, "Did something happen?" No, okay. And that was like basically what I did for like <laughs> a- three four hours.
0: <laughs> That's a <laughs> tough job. <Or> Portland, <laughs> I remember had one assignment where. The uh, the reporter uh, brought in like this big story. He's like, I was doing some research and I need you to help me with this. He said, yeah. I just found out that uh, there's there's ten main uh, county judges in Oregon, and nine of them are white. This is a problem. We need to figure this out. And he's like, I want you to do some research. And I the first thing I googled was, what is the white? What is the percentage of white people in Oregon? Ninety percent.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: I was like, <laughs> Nine out of ten. Okay, that makes sense. And then he like basically kicked me off his team after doing
1: that. Oh my god, dude. It
0: was, it was crazy, man. But um yeah, it's it's weird that it's evolving and it's I think that um I don't know, I hope uh either I or, you know, some other people can kind of push the pace to not kind of let it go too far into like not being able to say whatever you want, because I think true comedy is Well cool it's
1: it's 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 going there. And just by you saying, like, uh, you know, there's certain subjects that we're not allowed to uh, uh, talk about or make fun of, and I'm totally against that. I, uh, you know, I'm a free speech absolutist, you know. So I'm, I'm like, everything's for a fair game, you know. And if it's, it's, it's just, it's just in L. A. or New York because once you leave. Look, man, I've got a lot of racist jokes. I've got, I've got a lot of uh, uh, dick jokes. I've got, a, I've got a lot of offensive jokes, you know. And when I'm in LA, like uh, depending on the crowd, I will, I, I, I don't pander, but I, I kind of set my set list. I'll, okay, this sounds like a fun crowd, so it'll be mo- mostly a musical crowd. Like, for yeah, example, yeah. I did El Centro, which is close to Mexico. It was an Elks Lodge, full of like, yeah. y- 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 you know what Elks Lodge is? It's just like yeah. old white people. I'm I've like,
0: been to El Centro.
1: <laughs> that place is crazy. It's fucking very hot, and anyway, they have yeah. an Elk Lodge there. All uh, all white people in their family, and uh, old old white people. And I'm like, you know, if there's something I know about old. They love racist dick jokes, and they legit, And I had a good time. You know, <laughs> it was me. This guy named Frank Lucero. I think we're like, uh, the, I was the only Asian. He was the only Latino there, and we we, we had a good time. That's you weird. know, so. Yeah, so outside of L.A., comedy is is easier, you know, for for non-PC comics like us, you know? Yeah. Do you so, think that
0: there's been more bad reactions from crowd? Because, like, I mean, I, I probably haven't experienced uh, um, uh, enough to maybe really understand, but I feel like it's nice to see that at comedy open mics, even bar shows, or even some of the other clubs that I've ever been to or gotten to do little spots at, is that the owners of the club or like the other like regulars there, they're all kind of on board with that as well, which is kind of nice to see that the rules of the clubs haven't really like struck down on like mandating people's speech and stuff. I don't know if you've had any bad experiences. No,
1: no, 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 they wouldn't. I mean, look.
0: yeah, It's cool uh, that that kind of runs still like pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's also corporate comedy. Corporate comedy is extremely clean. And there is something to be said about, you know, just, just staying in the lane, okay? Uh, I remember um it was at the improv and Jay Leno was talking to like a table to a table room to like probably like eight or nine comics, and I was like one of the eight or nine comics and he said something which is true which which will probably last till the end of time as far as comedians he said if you want to maximize your if 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 you want to maximize your money in this business you 've got to work clean and there is there is truth to that you know because if 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 you've done any of these corporate gigs, like Google or, or Facebook, they pay like thousands of dollars to do a fucking thirty minute set. Yeah. Okay, and when you're getting that, when when, when if, if someone's gonna pay me ten thousand dollars for thirty minutes, and I can't say a laundry list worth uh, a laundry list worth of things, and I can't make fun, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna follow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, you know but, what i mean yeah
0: well i think like that's almost like a good exercise it could just make you a little bit more dynamic yeah right? i'm
1: just i'm just going to talk about my my work my my you know my relationship with with, with my wife and my family you know and, and like simple simple stuff you know for sure, for sure but you know if i'm going to a comedy club oh man the racism is on bro <laughs>
0: too is not only is it such like a cool vibe there of like camaraderie of comedians but it's just a, a place like no other where it's just like a unique and then it shows like the beauty of free speech while you're there because you really feel like you can be your true authentic self because you see people being up there not holding anything back and just sort of fully expressing themselves more than you can see at a concert or like a taping of a
1: show yeah
0: be, it's it's really fascinating in that sense there's, there's no other place like it
1: yeah, yeah, there's no other place like it and what we do there's no other uh occupation like what we do either. I mean, we we're, we're the the low, lowest in the toning pole as far as performance art, you know. Like anybody could just grab a mic and just start talking. You know, but I think out of all the performance art, we are uh we are the most free and we have the most impact in my opinion. Awesome. Because look man, when you go to the Maui Sugar Mill you've seen some musicians, you've seen some shitty musicians and no matter how bad their song is, everybody's like, yeah! <laughs> ah, yeah, good job, Bobby! Good job with the guitar! Good job singing! No key, but good job! <laughs> you know? But yeah. if, if it's a comedian and, and they hate you, dude, it's like they will let you know. <laughs> yeah. And
0: comedy's also the other thing too where it's like people, it's the lowest, like you said, but it's also the one thing that you tell anyone about that you do it or they if they ever think about if they would do it, they're always just like, I'd never do that. It's like, I "I can maybe sing. I can maybe learn to play. Oh, you want to go up and do stand-up? No, that's why it's so easy to always be like, screw you, bro. Like, you go up there and do it if you want to do it right.
1: You know what's so funny? I mean, have have you dealt with like uh, improvisers? Like um, improv not, people. not
0: too much
1: okay so with improv like I've taken improv classes I think improv definitely helps your stand up stand up does not help the improv you know mm. but I've taken some improv classes I've been through some improv troops and uh, there's a big battle between improv and stand up because a lot of improv people think they're naturally funny so it just naturally they naturally think oh I'm just gonna be a stand up I'm class. more of an off the
0: cuff yeah yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, and it's, it's not at all easy you know, because yeah. when you fail as an improv troupe, you you, you you blame it on the group, you know. But when you fail yeah. as a comic, there's nobody else to blame. You can't blame yeah, the you... audience. You have to blame you. You can never blame the audience. You know yeah. what I mean? So you want to just go home and kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, that's the one thing about uh, I know you're three years in, but it, this will eternally last for you. Like there's some sets. <laughs> there's some sets that you do. You're like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even? Do I even consider myself a comic? I've had a couple
0: of those already.
1: I bomb uh, all the time. You know what I mean? Well, okay,
0: and... well that's interesting. I'll, I I want to get back to your origin pretty uh uh pretty soon. But um, talk about that. It's it was weird. I was thinking about like it'd be weird to think about you bombing because I feel like like you said you can draw people in with the music. Like how how like what is bombing like when you have like the beats going and stuff? Because I feel like that's almost. Different, but people could Yeah, that's try a, well, be into well, it, right?
1: you bombed before, right? Yeah, many times. Uh, so think about bombing and think about giving it your one hundred percent commitment. Uh, commitment. Put some music on it. You know, with, with with the elaborate setup and still no laughs. It's more painful. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 I think I think it's more painful for me because I'm doing these songs, I'm doing these riffs, or I'm doing this this big build up to nothing. You know, at least at, at least when you're saying shit, when you're like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, nothing yeah. okay, go on to the next joke. But mine's like, <alley scales> No, nothing okay. No <laughs> right. one's even nodding the Yeah, dude, yeah. you're all like performing and shit. Oh, especially JJ J. Tyson is just loud bombing with an EDM influence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love that guy, JJ J. Tyson. JJ J. J. Tyson's a very
0: good By the man. way,
1: yeah. I, I, uh, JJ uh, Tyson, uh, I was gonna say hi to you at Amir's show. Uh, I saw him, he was sitting in front. He was, he was, I guess, with his, uh, Asian, um, Asian, uh, not girlfriend, cause he's gay, right? But it was yeah. like a, a, a friend of female gender, right? And then I guess, uh, I guess one of my comedian buddies was like, "Oh, what? I thought they were together. <laughs> they were." <laughs> no, and I, I looked. am like, "That's JJ." I JJ about
0: this. I think that that is JJ. <laughs> I think he's secretly straight. He just pretends to be gay for his comedy. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> JJ is exposed right now. JJ is exposed. <laughs>
0: he was going like, oh, to met that night. Oh, you met him that night. Uh-huh. Aha!
1: <laughs> he's slowly turning straight.
0: <laughs> 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 that's so funny. I remember Jer- Jerome was saying outside, he's like, when I met JJ, he was by, and then like he slowly became more and more hilarious. Like no, I love JJ. He's so hilarious, and he's got the ukulele too. So,
1: yeah, ukulele's are some man. Bro, so you know. I'm
0: telling you, you're, uh, you're coming out of college, you're doing the editorial, um, you're calling the police stations. So that's not working out. What makes you get into comedy? Were you always uh, the funny guy or did you no? I got into
1: comedy started. Even, even before I started, um, uh, my first year started college when my was year to college when i was getting, going to Community college to, for, for all my general electives and stuff, like I, I, I my general then. You know? um, I took a I a workshop by the name of she was Charlene Lockhart. bit of a a comedy workshop a name like, of this was how of do stand was like this eventually it just... hour a a like, okay, is how you do stand up comedy. But eventually, it just Led to me doing a set at the at the annex room at the Pasadena Ice House, and then uh, somebody's like, Why are you even taking the class? Just going an open mic, and I'm like, "I started going to open mics, and you know and you started and,
0: with just um, you didn't do any type of looping then
1: No, no, i didn 't do any type of looping until I saw this guy named because I always want to do something mus- musically and but yeah. i don 't know how to play the guitar. I never wanted to learn how to play the piano. And uh, I I just didn't because it wasn't my thing, you know. That's like cool. I've 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 been a hip hop head. Like that's that's my kind of music. Yeah, I was gonna
0: ask like what your musical influence was. Yeah,
1: my my musical in- influence growing up were, were uh Trab called Quest. You know, the Taurus Big. Like basically late '80s, all '90s rap, right? That's and then uh, one day I was just uh, perusing YouTube and I saw this guy named Reggie Watts who's from Seattle. Uh, yeah, uh, I- I'm familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what? the fuck is this you know he was using a loop machine and everything and then from him uh i kind of um uh, stumbled onto uh loop artists like uh dub fx mr woodnote which is not comedians. they just go on the street and they loop and i'm like man i gotta buy a looper and so i bought a looper and then uh, it was like these these foot pedal loopers first and then all of a sudden years later i graduated into what i have now which is like the fifth version of of all these loopers you know so you know it's 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 actually pretty cool cuz i got a wireless mic all i need i it's it's battery operated so i never have to look for an outlet you know people are amazed by the thing you know i'm pretty amazed at how i built the thing quite honestly um I, every so you, time i every time i look it and at it build set it, it
0: up for, like for your own preferences
1: well, it's all yeah. self taught right yeah it's 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 all self taught i mean uh what i do so uh, so I have. Talented. You're
0: just so talented. No,
1: no, no. Well, well. A lot of people think like some. Uh, somebody told me, "Am I a musician? I'm not a musician." You know. I mean, if you say a musician is picking a bass line, picking a chorus, or picking a percussion and a drum and looping them all together, and then rapping over it, or do, then I guess in an essence, yeah, because it's you know I'm doing this all this kind of improv. I'm just improvising, right? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, do I know notes? I don't know notes. Do I know how to build a proper song-like structure? Kind of. You know? But uh, other than that, um, yeah, I don't com- consider myself uh, a musical musical comic. You, know, you know what? I do consider myself a musical comic, but I com- consider myself a comic first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I so, so, yeah, just like to make people laugh.
0: Yeah, especially since uh, you
1: prep a lot with um, Nas, yeah. Somebody said nah. somebody, uh, Nas. Somebody, somebody's over thirty-five years old. Shit. <laughs> now, isn't
0: that something that you huff? <laughs> isn't that what
1: the- yeah. Uh, okay. No, that's
0: cool. So, what's your what's your sort of uh writing process like? Because you do a lot of improv, right? As well, like
1: yeah. No, uh, to tell
0: because I was like, I don't know if he's improvising this. It seems no, like well, it's, it, it, it's, but-
1: it's 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 a mix of both. So. Um when I go to the fourth wall I usually will have uh on on my notepad I'll, I'll usually have bullet points if if it's just straight stand up I'll have bullet points that I want to hit and or punch lines I want to hit but before in my first years of comedy I was writing everything on a pad and everything verbatim everything I wrote I'm going to mm-hmm. say on stage and and I wouldn't flex out from that you know, like even the pauses and stuff, like I would write pause, wow. you know, but there was uh, there was a time where it felt too robotic and I'm like, I just want to say these punchlines and however my body or my mind tells me to naturally go to that punchline, I think that's the way I want to say it because it's, it's kind of different all, all the time. And you don't want to seem like a robot in front of people, you yeah. know, so... Um, bill Burr kind I kind of got it from from Bill Burr when I was um, listening to one of his podcasts the way he wrote jokes he 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 also writes on stage he he kind of gets bullet points that he has in his head or that he has in his head yeah. yeah, and then he goes on stage and you know he just finds it up up there so Dude.
0: 100 percent that's the same exact thing i listened to because at first i was trying to go like work because i'm pretty good at memorizing so i was trying to memorize word for word but it was just so clunky and i was just going like way too fast but then i remember hearing bill burke because i was like how the hell are you supposed to do this but and you I know what like, yeah tiger baseball something and now i just think of the key words and then i just like express like, yeah yeah i just run through what i think about them and then i just yeah. sort of but there is
1: the uh, uh, uh there is a, a positive thing to that i think you and I, I think we should continue to do whatever we're talking about as far as bullet points. But when you have something solid, then you should write it out. Mm. You know? It, then it should be solid. Yeah. You know, I think I think I think that's the way it should evolve. Like, you know, you, you find these bullet points and then you find the way how you're naturally gonna say it, the nat- the natural way you're gonna act to getting to that punchline. And then when it's solid, when you feel like it's solid, then then you write out all the pauses, you know what I mean? You know, I think I think that's the best way to do it.
0: That's cool. Do you uh, do you evaluate yourself ever, like with tape or all the time?
1: Yeah. Either I record myself audio. Or just recently, I bought myself a three sixty camera. So, oh, that's dope. Those yeah,
0: and nice. I
1: yeah, and I put it right in front of my music rig. So not only is it recording me, but it's recording the whole audience too. Uh, you know. So yeah, I I I record everything, even even the sets that I bomb at, and and I try to <sighs> I try to watch it. I, sometimes i can't get through it man
0: <laughs> I, I think i I feel that way every time i watch it people will be like that's a great set i'll get a lot of laughs and i'll watch it over and i'm just like oh, i didn't say anything the way i wanted." yeah
1: but you know what you got to be uh being self-critical is good though you know it it's it, it's like you will you, what look man you're i've never been content with my material you know uh i always uh, I'm always in the process of uh, rebranding, or or or, um, what's that called? Uh, Inventing, reinventing myself. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I I think that's what you got to go through as a comic. You can never, you can never just be the same all throughout your career. You know, you mm-hmm. always want to evolve to something else. You know, yeah. and that's the, that's kind of like the double-edged sword that we have to live by. You know, like. You, Bobby, you're you're not going to be the same comic uh, now that you will be in two years, you know? Like, uh, you know, especially if if you hit stages on a regular, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be much better. You're going to be able to handle hecklers. You're going to be able to handle a room, any situation, you know? You could go to a room, take a look at the demographic and say, oh, I'm going to do this joke for this crowd, you yeah, know?
0: That, dang, that's crazy. That's some next level stuff. But yeah, that makes so much sense because I've, I already feel like I've done that. Just because even as a person, I feel like I change year to year. Like me at 24 is completely different than me at 22. Just the way I think about everything and all the experiences that I had. So it's like.
1: How old are you again? 24 right now. Oh my God. You're so fucking young, bro. (laughs) Dude, how was the the young
0: stallion is what they call me.
1: How was the prom yesterday? Was it good? (laughs) It was good. My mom
0: and I had a great time.
1: Did you get I was going to say did you get laid? I'm like, okay, never mind. Oh, oh, never mind. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. That's that's really awesome. Um what what's the worst you've ever bombed?
1: The worst I've ever bombed?
0: Yeah,
1: I want to hear your best. Uh uh it was at the hot place called the Hollywood Hotel. I was doing my music stuff, right? Um and this was years ago. And I do remember it. It kind of hurt because somebody's like Reggie wants wannabe. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like I felt some, but at the same time after I'm like that's actually a compliment.
0: Yeah, when I think yeah of, at least but he him so, while he's watching you.
1: Well, not only did the did the bombing hurt, right? But then then you got that that comment, right? <laughs> and then just 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 the walk of shame, <laughs> from the, you know uh, the walk of shame. <laughs> The walking, not, not even the walk of shame, the deassembling my gear oh yeah. of, of shame because I had to deassemble my. Yeah.
0: You gotta you got to take even longer. You can't just run off.
1: Yeah, the host was like, hurry up, get the fuck out the stage.
0: of <laughs> the worst I ever bombed. I had the host, number one, because I'm very active on stage. So I was running around with the mic and yeah. during my set. Someone literally, like, people made a point not to laugh or even say, they make any noise. And during the set, a guy from the crowd goes, "Somebody get this guy off the stage!" <laughs> and then the host comes up, he's like, "Yo, if you're gonna do up here, don't run around with the fucking microphone!"
1: Oh my god, what the fuck are you
0: doing? What like, were you
1: doing with the microphone, though? Sometimes what were you doing?
0: Sometimes I use it as a baton, sometimes I'm shoving it up my ass. I never know what I'm up to. <laughs> like I said, I'm still hopefully I'm a different comic in two years, like you said, than I am right now. I hope to God. <laughs>
1: oh man, I you know what? I hope so too, man. Well, how many times are you, are you are you hitting the are you hitting the stage?
0: I wanted to ask you about that too. So so far I've been like trying to commit to myself to five times uh, a week minimum. Um, so, I don't know, like, if there's a certain
1: number you should be trying to hit. but No, uh, five times a week is, is actually a good number. Um, yeah, five times would be probably the minimum for me, you know. And if if there's one night, like, look, uh, I perform. If I'm not performing at a show, um, I'll usually do an open mic. So, I, I usually go six to eight times a week, you know. And uh, sometimes half of those are are, are open mics. You know, but yeah, man, I think five times is great. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's better than uh, one or two a week, you know? Like the yeah. more times you get on stage, the better.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the more times I get on, it's not gonna really be like I can just practice my stuff, but I just feel more comfortable every time I go up, which is like brings a lot of value. Yeah. When,
1: when Evan said, I am back. <laughs> i am like, back. It's like, it's like we were waiting for him.
0: Oh my God, I am Evan! He's back! What the hell? I need Fucking oh, Evan! <sighs> Somebody give this man a war! One Evan is back, One Evan is back. Can you play beats on that setup too?
1: Yeah, I could. Oh, shoot. Well, no, right now it's just, uh, you know, some instrumentals. Ooh, chilling with Chris. Yeah, chilling with Chris. because you know you I'm about to take it down to the abyss because you know that you can't freaking see this Filipino and a white guy named Bobby over here. Oh! No, he's a white guy because you know you can't deny he fly. Oh, then you check out the median just over here with a bunch of comedians. Yeah. Oh! Let's do this thing. Yo, Bobby, it's your turn to sing. Oh, yeah. get
0: me on the track. Get me on the track because I'm really not black, I'm white. So it's hard to do stand-up. I'm always on the stage and I'm touched by the flack. Don't even tell me to bomb because it'll be whack. And hey, I don't uh. even like know what you in my ball sack. Oh, yeah. Put on your mask. Put on your mask and then give me a flask. I can't drink through it. No, no. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> I'm not even a <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> That is not easy. I don't know how you do that.
1: Yeah, I'm I, I I'm a very mediocre freestyle. Like sometimes I'll take a look at these freestyles, uh, these people that freestyle on YouTube, and like, oh my god, I just never want to freestyle again.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay I want to. Um, that's great. Thank you. Also, this advice is impeccable. Like for a new comic, it's uh, invaluable and it's so cool. And then that, that's another thing I was saying when. Uh, you, we were kind of joking around like the comics are assholes, and you kind of lose the light. But one thing that I've noticed is being on a um. So I've been able to be booked on this show. I don't know if you ever heard of Poncho's out in Manhattan Beach, but I've been doing some sets there with uh, Dan O'Carter, and I'm always like the most least experienced guy there. But uh, I feel like. Any comedian that I meet is as 10 plus years in, they're always the most like nice, genuine. And they always want to just like pour into me and like help me out. And that's been so cool. So it's, like, guys like you as well, which has been really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, too, it makes me want to be on that level because I, I appreciate the camaraderie and just like how much, how they are to me and other, just how yeah. they are to each other.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you will, you will experience comics that's been doing it for a while. that are complete assholes. Like, uh, you know, that's, that's almost inevitable, you know, they don't want to talk to you, they just want to stick within their own circle, you know, it's like, it's like they're stuck in high school or something like, but for me, if, if I could drop just a little knowledge because I've been doing it for, uh, for a while and, uh, you know, to talk about my experiences and my failures to people that's barely starting in the game, I mean, I would love to do that because, you know, I wouldn't want anybody to, uh, I would like to see people succeed. You know no matter no matter how narcissistic because all us all all us comedians are narcissistic to, to a sense you know we're all damaged, you know, and so <laughs> uh, you know support from your peers is actually much uh much more appreciated in my opinion than than support from from your family sometimes because you know this is something that we're passionately doing because it's our passion and 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 to have it to have advice. And to uh, find validity with what you're doing with your peers, uh, you know, it's, you know, sometimes I, I remain speechless sometimes when that happens, you know?
0: Yeah, it's, so. it's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, somebody has got to put that in a book right there. The Chris Rubio Bible. Yeah. Isabel, what did what what Isabel Ferrante say? One Filipino and one guy equals me. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That's, wow, nice. Yeah. I don't See know what yourself. that means, but hey, you know what, Isabella? <laughs> You do your thing. See,
0: if, if math would have been like that, I would have passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to do this segment. Uh, it's called Let's Be Real. You know, it's Bobby for real. So I want, I want you to be real. You're a very real guy. So this is going to be easy for you. Uh-oh. And I have some topics that, you know, are random or pertain to you. And I want you to give me your real honest opinion about these. Okay? Uh, let's do it. Westbrook to the Lakers
1: oh man this is man dude that's like the toughest question right now bro (laughs) yeah Oh man i get so torn because you know uh i am a laker fan and uh i have a lot of laker friends and it seems like this is a divide you know a lot of people love westbrook but at the same time i'm like look it's great it's a dynasty for sure yeah you know but if it's anything like the first year in the heat when uh, LeBron and Bosh and Dwayne, it's going to take them a year to gel. You know what I mean? I so, think the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's it's like we can't expect the first year. You know, I expect the first year to be a failure. I just, I just don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wishing for the best, but as far as my cynical thinking, um, I think, I think there's going to be some bad blood. I think there's, you know something's going to happen. There's definitely going to be some drama between Westbrook or LeBron versus LeBron or versus AD or somebody yeah. or Reza, you know? There's definitely there's there's, – there's a lot of egos on that team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good
0: take. I, I would say I would agree with you on that one for sure. It's yeah. Going
1: what about you? What do, where, where, where do you think is going?
0: Um, I think, honestly, I think uh, Westbrook – UCLA guy, I think he's going to fit in really well. It's weird that the Lakers always have this problem, same thing with LeBron or anyone that comes in. It's almost sort of like – but I think that they're going to make it work. And I remember seeing, like, LeBron and Westbrook in any type of all-star game that they played in. I was recently watching, like, highlights of them together. I think that they'll mesh pretty well with their styles. And I think, like you said, I think it might – I don't even think it'll take it in a season. I think it might take a couple games of, like, them getting hated on stuff. But
1: I, I, don't, don't, get- but I don't think it's them. I really think it's the coaching. It's the coaching, man, because, yeah. look, man. But isn't go- LeBron the coach,
0: basically? You think? Yeah, yeah, but
1: I, I, I don't know what it is. You, e- explain to me. Explain to me why we had, why we had uh, a Clarkson and D'Angelo Russell. We had them, and then when they let go, they flourish like flowers, right? Yeah, we dumb. had Julius Randle, you know, like he was shitty, and then we let him go. He's fucking prospering. It's, it's, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen the same thing to Kuzma because we need to utilize him. You know, yeah. he's going to go off to a team. He's going to be scoring, like, 24, 30 points a game. And, again, I'm going to be like, we had him on the Lakers. True, true. There's something something broken.
0: that these guys, it's the reverse. They've already been established outside, and now they're just coming in. So, I think, I hope, I'm optimistic that that'll be good.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I hope so, too. So.
0: <laughs> I'm with you there. Okay, uh, candy corn. I hate it. Yeah, me too. Who likes candy
1: corn? I hate, I hate candy corn. I hate, you know, like I, sometimes I'll go to Baskin Robbins, you know, and then they'll have like candy corn flavor. And, I get, and in my mind, I like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're fucking candy corn. I hate candy corn, bro. It's, it's so like, bad. It's so Probably bad. I think the it. majority of the people that I know hate candy corn. I don't know who yeah. likes candy corn.
0: I don't think I've met a single person who likes it. I'd uh, rather have an apple on Halloween
1: than candy corn. Yeah, Dude.
0: Ridiculous. Okay, that's good. Um, how about this? Snobby wine enthusiasts. Are you a wine guy?
1: I'm not a wine guy. I'm not opposed to drinking wine. But a snobby, oh, oh, oh a snobby, a snobby wine guy, like like one of these, like. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's kid oh, Nutmeg mixed with a little bit of. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, yeah, one of my good friends, his name is Mark Fry. who's was also a comedian. He works at a winery, and he, he's a he's like one of these these, these uh a snobby wine guys, you know? Oh, like man. every time he's talking with somebody, and I'm I'm with there, like he he wants to display all his wine knowledge. Man, get the fuck out of here and let me have a Michelob Ultra, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let me get a Bud Light, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Get...
0: It's just like, I've never, I, as a comedian, that's how I know I'm a comedian, I think, is I go to situations like that and some people can sort of like mold themselves into fitting in. I can never take it serious enough to like not crack a joke or be like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, but, you know, I'm not opposed to drinking wine. I I, no. I do like red wine, you know, but. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, I am a cof- a coffee enthusiast for sure.
0: Mm. It's very similar, the wa- the coffee and the wine scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: the weed scene as well. You know, you got these different sort of you, flavors. You do,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got the different flavors, the different hybrids, sativa, sure. indica, you know what I mean? Yeah. So You always
0: got those people that know way more than you and you're just yeah. like, I- I'll never be able to get to that level of knowledge. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> or guys, yeah, man, you have got, you man, you should try this sativa. I'm <laughs> like, um, I'll just do some cocaine. Uh, (laughs) i was gonna do weed but you fucked it up for me bro (laughs) you complete downer i need an upper now (laughs) how about here it
0: was the one thing that we the dispensaries have over the coffee shops and the wine place the wine place is always beautiful uh you know environments you know coffee shops are always sort of hipstery you know kind of a cool little vibe but the the, the dispensaries that's like walking into like a Willy Wonka chocolate factory that's like yeah the- yeah yeah it starts off like a like a prison almost there's a security guard eyeing you down you gotta show your ID between bulletproof glass like what am I walking into yeah and you go into just like a magical place of like rainbow pipes and I don't even I know,
1: know right you know. jeez you get
0: a you get a bud tender I think that's hilarious
1: <laughs>
0: uh what about aliens
1: Uh, I do believe it. Um, Quite frankly, I'll I'll go above that. Um, I do believe we live in a simulation anyway. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, uh, Aliens, I mean, uh, look, man. I mean, I know about the Fermi paradox and stuff like that. Like, look, man, this is... uh. Hold on. We got got to
0: continue this. We got to continue this in the proper garb. We're going to be talking (laughs) about simulation theory right now.
1: So these are these are the two books that's uh, that's in the back of me. Neil deGrasse Tyson and Carl Sagan Cosmos. Like uh, I'm I'm big into astrophysics and, uh, I've, and read, it, I've read I've read that one. Um, is that the it's the uh, astrophysics for
0: people for in, people hurry, in right? hurry? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, it's 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 actually a great book. Uh, also, Cosmos by Carl Sagan is uh, fucking a fucking great book too. But uh, as as far as um aliens and stuff, yeah. I mean it, it I do believe it even though there's no evidence for it you know uh the universe is too big for not another living organism for not to exist you know so you know yeah I mean but simulation theory is 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 probably much more I would say much more appealing to me than aliens you know yeah, for
0: sure well that's why uh you know it's a good
1: way to just spend a
0: as a comic because you might as well just do uh some fun shit while you're in Yeah, oh,
1: bro i know
0: yeah,
1: i know great. um
0: how about this uh anything i didn't ask you that i should ask you
1: um
0: shit that's the easiest cop out answer, uh, uh, question ever in journalism. Um, I'm, I'm trying to
1: think. <laughs> I don't know why diet, why my diet came up in my head. <laughs> I do eat one time a day 80% of the time. Really? Yeah. Is that how I'm for... able to keep a slim figure? So uh, I do a thing called intermittent fasting. It's actually OMAD, which is uh, an abbreviation for one meal a day for, for, for 80% of the week. You know, and I work out. I work out fasted. I'm, uh, you know, I go to the gym. I'm, I'm, I'm like a gym rat. Like that's my meditation zone. That's my place away from home. That's where I just like to just get my man stuff out and just fucking just lift heavy shit. Get those grunts in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if there's if there's anything uh, this pandemic has taught all of us, you know, is uh, we got to get healthy, man. We, you you, you, you got to be healthy, you know, and, and if you're fat, if you're morbidly obese or just obese in general, you know, I mean, you, you've, you've, you've really got to just change your course, man. You know, so, you know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not trying to tell people how to live their lives, but, you know, I think 99% of people, if they're feeling kind of bad because of how, how they look, start working out and you will feel much better about yourself. And it just, it, 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 it it increases uh, your positivity and everything, your outlook in life and your depression, you know? So
0: I wish people would look to those kind of solutions more than like other things that they put value on for some arbitrary reason, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's a great, uh, just like,
1: like, Oh my God, I need to lose weight. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get a, 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 uh, I'm going to get liposuction. I'm like, no man, that's like, that's like the wrong way of looking at it, man. I mean, losing weight is hard. It's like you gotta, you gotta change your whole whole your whole lifestyle, man. Yeah.
0: You know? All right. Well, um, for uh, yeah, it sucks now. Instagram Live used to let you go four hours, but it's winding down now for the the one hour that we're on here. But before we go, which we're gonna have to do another episode because I think there's so many things I didn't get to ask you, and I I feel like we've been having a great conversation. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun. Thank you for coming on. Um, let yeah, of course. everybody know about you. You're so, you know, I got all those followers, man. So this is your time. Yeah, yeah, better. yeah. Okay, okay them listen up. Listen up, you, listen up, you motherfuckers. Handles, and tell them we're going to be doing stand-up because I want everyone to follow this man right now and go see all his shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can follow me at Chris Rubio Artist on an Instagram. Also uh, available on a Facebook and freaking YouTube. Yeah, yeah, check out the attitude at Chris Rubio Artist. That's K-R-I-S-R-U-B-I-O-A-R-T-I-S-T. Yeah, cause you know I'm crazy.
0: Ooh, only fans That was through. so
1: mediocre, it's freaking <laughs> stupid. But at Chris Review Artist on Instagram, actually, all across social, social media. I'm also on Minds, Odyssey, and uh, BitChute. And I'm also on, on Twitch. I live stream every Tuesday oh, yeah. at 2 p.m. You know, and uh, I don't know what you're doing at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, next week, but I would definitely love to uh, interview you for like 10, 15 minutes uh, between two, be t- 2 and 4 p.m. If, if you have time. Those would be the best uh, 10 minutes of my life.
0: <laughs> you know what i'm gonna I do I'm... can't last longer than two in other departments so
1: <laughs> hey and, yeah so what about only fans
0: are you gonna dabble in there pretty soon
1: yeah uh i'm on uh only um my, my 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 screen name is hot filipino uh, <laughs> no do you have an OnlyFans? no no but i've
0: you know could be, you know
1: it, i, I, mean, no it, I or... mean i mean I'm, I'm i'm being honest with you it's like it, could could that be a thing? Should we? <laughs> I think and, should. and 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 if just because it's an OnlyFans, do we have to show some boobies? No, they're
0: they're trying to actually like tri- uh, transition it to be just like a Patreon kind of thing as well. But uh. it's, I think it's too it's gone too far down the. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, Chris, thank you so much for coming on, you guys. Um, a lot of people watch this afterwards, so if you guys are watching this, make sure you follow him on everything that he rapped about, saying about. One of the legends in the game, um, can't express how much. I appreciate all the words of wisdom. It's really going to carry me on through, and it uh, means the world that you came on, and it's uh, it's going to be great to have you on again soon, and I would love to come on to your show.
1: Yeah, well, thank you very much, Bobby, and I just want to say continue to do what you do because with your kind of attitude, you're going to fucking uh, uh, make not only a lot of friends, but you're going to have uh, a lot of people laughing. So. Yeah. Much love,
0: man. I appreciate it. It means a lot (laughs) lot coming from a master like yourself. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll
0: catch you at another show soon, and we'll be staying in touch, my man.
1: Uh, Yes, sir. All All right, right, man. Have a good one. Peace. Chris Rubio, everybody.
0: Wow. What a – like, that's – I love those kind of podcasts. I don't even got to do anything because – We got someone who is a legit pro. You can just tell his streaming prowess and his stand-up. Guys, the countdown is going on. I only have a little bit more seconds. Make sure you follow Chris. And uh, we're booking out a lot of people for the upcoming Sundays and Wednesdays. More comedians, more topics, a lot of fun. I appreciate everybody coming on here. Thank you to all the donos once again. Walter, I love you so much. AJ, CW, uh, appreciate the support, you guys. Uh, Stay tuned. More posts, Instagram lives, everything coming soon. You guys take care, Bobby for real. Keep it real always. Bye-bye.